I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to the UK Film Review Podcast. My name is Chris Buick, and this week, in honour of the upcoming release of the Uncharted movie, we're here to talk all about video game movies. Joining me are two fellow UK film review critics. Firstly, we have Rachel. How are you, Rachel? I'm good. I'm good. Good, good. And also joining me, because it seems I can't do a, an episode of this podcast without him, <laughs> it's Ian Money. How are you, Ian? Yeah, well, it kind of sounds like you're resentful that we're together every time. <laughs> I thought that sounded romantic. I thought you guys like because I can't get rid of him. I'm like, oh, oh, have always. I thought it was more of a romance. Chris, but okay, cool, right? (laughs) Just it just seems that I can't, I can't, I can't physically go on to an episode without you by my side. It just seems uh, I'll always be at your side, even if even if we're not on them together, I will be forever holding your hand through them. I'll be like, I'm there for you, man. Do you guys want? Do you guys want the room to yourself? If you you could. Actually, Rachel, <laughs> 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 I thought I was going to have to ask, but you know, thanks. Um, 
it's no longer awkward, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Someone lights the candle, gets out of forever. It is, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. No one's mentioned Exactly. It's Valentine's, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. You've said so. that. Let's not do what we're meant to do. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> but on I personally don't believe in Valentine's Day, but... As in believe, um, as, in believe as in a concept or that you believe it's happening? Because that's two different things. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't believe in it. I don't believe um, it's real. It's, I've never seen it, so I can't believe yeah. it's real. I don't believe in St. Valentine, but my dog is romantically involved with my neighbor's dog. They're both oh, that's nice. Yeah, they're in love. They're two females. That's my cute. dog is good a good for one. So I made my neighbor's dog a Valentine's Day basket, and it had pink toys and pink dog treats in it. And I got a collar charm with a photo of my dog in it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I oh, my God. My, I gave it to my neighbor and her dog yesterday while my oh, dog played outside. And did your outside. neighbor go, you're insane? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was about to say. And she was like, oh, it's so lovely, right? Because I'd done like tissue paper and hearts and confetti. Anyway, pointlessness. Mm. And, uh, you know, there's that moment when you... When you're making that gift and you're like, this is genius. I'm, I'm so clever. All the dog toys were pink. Genius. Mm. I'm a genius. And then there's the moment where I'm handing it over going, <laughs> you're mental. <laughs> yeah. Why have I done this? You're why a mad did, person. Why did I love. think this was a good idea? Like, they're in love. Did you sign it from the dog as well? Because that would have been yeah. amazing. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yes. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Of course you did. Of course uh, yeah, so romance, and then my dog didn't want to play with her girlfriend that day because it was too cold outside, and she was just like, "I'm going inside," and I was like, "So in love, everyone's in love today, apart from Val, who wanted to leave. Maybe they'd had a lover's tiff that we don't know about. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, that was that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know where to go from here. Um... <laughs> Chris, what are we doing today, Chris? What, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we what doing? Are we doing? <laughs> What's the most romantic video game you've ever played? Um, <laughs> well, we, are, we are here, weirdly, not to talk about Valentine's Day, although I feel like I want to now, but we are here actually to talk about video game movies, um, which is a combination of two of the, my favourite things in life, video games and films. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to get a, start off by getting sort of a feel of where you guys um what your video game preferences are, what your some of your earliest gaming memories, favorite games, type of games, uh, Ian. Yeah. Uh, so, video game memories and my my sort of like. So, I recently re-established my connection with video games because when I was younger, I used to play video games a lot. But I had an Xbox 360 and I got the Red Ring of Death. Boo! Xbox 360s are losers. Well. <laughs> Ow. Okay. Well, I loved it. Anyway, it, it, it died. Uh, and uh, I was like, oh, I can't be bothered to get back into gaming because they weren't cheap, you know, especially for a, a young wee nipper that I was. Uh, but now as a as an adult who has or who likes to think they have surplus money, but, you know, you know, energy crisis and all that stuff. Not political. Yeah, none of us um, have surplus <laughs> money now. <laughs> yeah, I bought myself a gaming laptop. Uh, and now have reconnected with all the games that I used to love playing as a kid because I also love PC games and something I really loved was strategy games. I used to play like strategy games all the time. So like Age of Empires, Total War, uh, the Dawn of War series, which is Warhammer 40k related, which is a whole other discussion for a different time uh, on what they should make video uh, films of. Uh, but that's a different discussion. Um, although maybe I could dabble it here. Anyway, um, we'll, get, we'll get into that later on. Sweet. I don't know. It's like I don't know if that can count. But anyway, um, 
so yeah, I loved strategy games and I also liked the standard sort of like first person shooters that you would grow up with. And then my earliest memories of video games has always been Nintendo games because I had hmm. a Game Boy Pocket, I had a Game Boy Color, I had a Game Boy Advance, a Nintendo DS. Uh, I loved Pokemon like so much. It was like, wait, 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 wait. What? Who sh- I like to play this game with people where mm-hmm. you pick what Gen 1 Pokemon you are. Oh, it has to be Gen 1. As in okay. starter Pokemon of the three? Or... No, no, no. Oh, the from the, hundred, the, the original 150. Yeah, yeah. okay. My I'm... favorite ones are ones that I would want to be. Who you are. I'm Poliwhirl. That's my personality. Who's oh. yours? Who are you? I don't know. Um, I've tried thinking about this before because I'm kind of like, which one would I be? Uh, Pidgeotto. Yeah, maybe. Sick. Um, no, um, you can fly. I, I, I mean, it's great. Yeah, true. That's very true. Actually, now you said Good that. Um, I don't know. My my favorite, and hopefully, what I'd be like is Squirtle. I love Squirtle. Like he's genuinely one of my favorite Pokemon. He's great. Uh, but I played more. Is it is it Gen Three, which is Sapphire, Ruby, and Emerald? Yes, yeah, I played I've Gen Three. Never played Pokemon. I have no idea. I just <laughs> um, yeah, Gen Three. I played Gen One. I actually found my Gen One like cartridges the other day. The red and blue. Um, but I played Gen Three mainly, and I found those as well. Actually, those cartridges. Mm. So yeah, Nintendo was a big thing. Super Mario as well was like amazing. I loved that game, Super Mario Worlds. Um, so yeah, no, I guess Nintendo PC strategy games, like a big nerd, and then like my Xbox, which for losers apparently, but I liked it. <laughs> and now I'm back on my uh, my gaming PC, and recently have downloaded Skyrim, Fable. That was another one of my favorite Fable, games yeah. when I was growing up. Yeah, Fable, yeah, I loved Fable, Oblivion as well. That was great. I love those mm-hmm. RPGs. They were a big part of my childhood as well. But yeah, that's me and video games. Oh, it's quite of a long-winded summary, but yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Rachel, are you more of a PlayStation Nation kind of person? PlayStation is the only way. Of course, I agree. I, I agree with I'm you. Gonna say, I'm going to say, like, I love PlayStation. I did have a Game Boy Color because I'm a yes. Tetris lady. Um, but I mean, my initial gaming love was oh, originally was Tomb Raider 2 on the PC. Did that come in the that? box of four? You know, you had the yes. four games in the box. You had I Flight Simulator. Yeah. yeah, Flight so Simulator, re- Tomb Raider 2. Simulator, Red, Alert, Red Alert, and I cannot remember what the other one it was. was. The Red Alert. For speed. It was the original Speed. Oh my god! This yeah. is blasting my memory. Like I just listed off the games, and I can't believe I couldn't remember Red Alert. Dude, I like, still Red play Red Alert, and, yeah, and every time anything goes wrong or you're running out of something, literally, I always just say to people, "Silos needed," and no one gets it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. And that is Red Alert my... Two was great as well, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, then it, so then good. he started getting weird with all the weird cartoony animation stuff, and it just yeah. kind of lost its charm. Because yeah. they did Yuri's Revenge as well. Do you remember that? Yeah, like yeah, that was good. Year. Wasn't that a expansion pack of something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, man, I love that. Rachel, you made me just go into like a weird sense of like, okay? oh, nostalgia. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a little bit I like, jeez. I did get it on the PlayStation 1 recently, Red Alert, Command mm. and Conquer. But the, my favourite games, the original games, personally, to me, are obviously Silent Hill, all of, you know... Classic, yes, amazing. Uh, Resident Evil, I've literally played yeah. almost every Resident Evil. There's a couple I haven't finished, mm-hmm. but, like, I'm obsessed with Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. But my, uh, my, it's really, it's really obscure, but my favourite game of all time that I can play to death is on the PlayStation 1, and it's Dave Mirror's Pro BMX. <laughs> oh, what a classic. I have no idea what that is. What is it? It's basically... 
Pony Hawks because obviously because I skate and I ride BMX that was my big big introduction to it because it was like if it was raining and, and we couldn't go out and ride and we couldn't go out and skate my boyfriend um when I was when we were like in high school my high school sweetheart he and I were like all right let's you know he got me into it and we used to sit there and play yeah like, anything to do with our life was like BMXing and stuff like that and then yeah. Yeah, I just got really addicted to Dave Mira Pro BMX I Dave, like it, I Ian Dave Mira was basically Tony Hawks but on bikes uh it was and it was it was great it was as good as Tony Hawks I mean I say that Tony Hawks was obviously awesome you know the first two even the three and you know what even the ones the later ones are still pretty good but the Tony Hawks games were incredible um those are great games. Silent Hill games, for example, for me. Yeah. Silent Hill 2 might be one of the best games I've ever played the, the in my life. The first Silent Hill game is in my top five games of all time. It like, is incredible is as well. Phenomenal. If I had a child, which I never would do because I can't imagine anyone with any legal power would allow it. But if I had a child, I would try and lose it in Silent Hill. Just so you could grow. <laughs> yeah, just so I could pretend <laughs> yeah, to be... Is, is, is it Harry Maid in the first one? Nice and then I was... <laughs> I would just want to run, like, I would, like, wait for a foggy day and then be like, off you go. And then I would, like, pretend I'm Harry Maine and just be like, where's my daughter? Where is she? Where is she? Where's but my... Then, I would love it. But then doesn't your daughter become the protagonist of the third game and then she sees you later on and then that all becomes a whole full circle thing. So, Look, I'm not know. responsible for her once I've let her out in the <laughs> wild. It's like turning 18. She's free to do what she wishes then. And if she's in charge of uh, other things, then I'm, you know, that's not my problem. Whatever. <laughs> Get away what, from me, child. So I was going to ask I was going to ask a, a, a follow-up question to this, but since we're talking about Silent Hill and we've touched on Resident Evil, which is the worst place to be? Is it Silent Hill or is it Raccoon City? Because both places seem like utter terrible places to find mm, yourself in. I think Resident Evil. I think Raccoon City. I think. Wow. Well, yeah, I was going to yeah. agree because if you're in Silent Hill, you can go to the church, you can hang out with all the weirdos, and you're not going to mm. get like uh, sexually touched by pyramid mm. head or any of the other people <laughs> in silent hill and yeah. there's like a there is a period of time when silent hill isn't bad you know what i mean you get downtime but in Re- in raccoon city it's always just trash yeah it's always when, a bad time I, I think that's the thing like oh you want to drop something never mind uh, i think that's the other thing with like uh with with silent hill the game the first one and i think why the film because if we're talking about video game films... Oh, yeah, we're meant to be talking about films. <laughs> with, with, um, with the films, and this is maybe my argument why there's... Well, my general opinion on video game films is there's never been a good video game film. But I the, the problem with the Silent Hill film, and I think maybe subsequent games that have been more Americanized, is that initially the horror of like the first Silent Hill film uh, game is that they don't really care that you're there. You're just kind of walking through this town and weird stuff is happening and you're trying to get through it and like it gets progressively worse. Whereas with Resident Evil, it's just all the time bad, like all yeah. the time in your face. Yeah. So I agree with Rachel. I think you, you can chill out in Silent Hill. You'd be freaked out. You'd be like, this is really weird. But then with... But why is there so much fog all the time? Where's it coming <laughs> from? So why, why, why am I married to Sean Bean? Um, yeah. I would, I would suck up to the uh, Claudia lady in, in Silent Hill. I, I'd chum up to her proper hard. I'd be like, yo, look, we're pals. We're women. We're in this together. Let's sync ovulation times and be friends. Yeah. Uh, and then I would just take over Silent Hill. That's, that's fair. That's, cool. that's, I mean, it's, if there's one environment to be like queen of, that's a pretty good one. I'll give you yeah, that. Yeah, and Pyramid Head is hot, so I would be like, <laughs> "You can be my daddy," and he'd be all like, "Oh, all right then," and it'd be Valentine's Day, and we'd be in love. 
Cool. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cool. As in this podcast, I've had nothing to say to that. Anyway, <laughs> for any listeners unaware of Pyramid Head, give that a Google right now and then come back, um, and we'll see know, where we go. Right. If you Google Pyramid Head, yeah, there's mm. so much sexy fan art of him now. It's ridiculous. It's like insane. People have fetishized Pyramid Head so. It hard. sounds like some of it might be yours. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Is it? I, is it all of yours, Rachel? <laughs> I've got that much free time on my hands. I'm yeah. just drawing Pyramid Head. Chronicles. You're drawing him right now. There's, an, enti- you, there's right. an entire Tumblr dedicated to it. Which yeah. oh, I'm such a Tumblr person as well. That's it's like I'm just digging <laughs> so myself it is you. a deeper hole. Yeah. Admitting it now. This is like a, an admission. Hot, he's like a proper man's man with a big head that's in the shape of a pyramid. What more could you want? I mean, he's very on the nose, name-wise. Is yeah. exactly that. You get what you get on the tin, you know. Absolutely. You know, he could you be know, having you know a hard day out killing people, and I'm at home polishing his big swords, and it's nice. It's romantic. Fair enough. Say. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Who are you going to marry in Resident Evil? Barry Burton? God, no way. He's so annoying. He'd always be pointing out the obvious, like, is that blood? And I'd be like, shut up, Barry. It'd be stressful. I'd marry Jill Valentine. That first yeah. um, Resident Evil game is really good, though, isn't it? That's it a, that's is. a, that is a really solid, like... Can we just talk about game. how no one plays it ever again because of the how long the cutscenes are? And oh, the- God, yeah. yeah. And if you get a typewriter ribbon and then you can't find a typewriter and someone eats your face. Yeah. I remember yeah. there's, like, when you have to find... It's been a while since I've played Resident Evil, uh, mm. but I remember there's, like... There's a particular bit where, or this might be the second one, I can't remember, but you, there's a particular door that you have to like get something to get through, and like if you don't know where to look in like a desk, you just wouldn't get through it. And I was like stood there for ages, and I genuinely gave up. And then my friend had to be like, "Oh no, you, you go back to this thing." And I was like, "How would I know that's there? That is literally the most ridiculous place to have put something like you that." You have and just I- tr- triggered in me. The I don't know if either of you had the chance to play it was Silent Hill PT. Yes. No. Oh God, yeah. No. Oh my yeah, God, yeah, Ian, yeah. If you're upset by the... that desk conundrum, Silent Hill PT is. I so know what you mean. Hard. Yeah. The final. There's a bit at the end of the game. Yeah, where you're meant to find mm. little scraps of paper, and I'm not even kidding you. Like Chris, you'll know you have the anxiety of the trying to find a tiny piece of paper. They're hidden everywhere. Like you have to like zoom in on like dust to find it. The last piece is you have to go to the start menu screen. There's like a weird x-ray of your brain, but you can't see anything because it's always there. And then you have to use the like analog controllers to zoom in on the menu screen. And then a little piece of paper appears on the brain. Who figured that out in the first place? Who figured that out to complete that game? I didn't. Like, I, went, I went to the internet eventually. I was getting an yeah. ulcer just from trying to figure it out. It was I'm, I'm not going to play this. You, well, you, no, can't, you, you, can't, you can't anymore. It doesn't it's, exist. Yeah. Oh. It was basically it, it, it was meant to be the next Silent Hill game where uh, I think Hideo Kojima was meant to make it and Norman yeah, Reedus. Yeah, they had an argument with Konami, they fell out over a stupid thing. And Norman Reedus was going to be in it. So Kojima basically went Yeah, they basically went, now I'm gonna go make Death Stranding instead. So Rubbish game. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, come on, let's get upset. Let's get upset. I don't like babies, Chris. I, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of babies in Death Stranding, so I'll give you that. Um, but if if Silent Hill made another movie, because I'm sure we all are aware of the first Silent Hill, but the second Silent Hill movie, trash. Oh, trash. God, yeah. 
I mean, I'll be, I don't think either of them are that good, actually. I think they're both oh, pretty bad. Oh, but we have to admit that the second one is absolutely un. There's there's a well, line in the sand where it becomes unwatchable, and I think Silent Hill Two, the movie, is like almost unwatchable. Well, let's let's get into that because I was let's. So we we all kind of agree that there are no good video game movies, right? No, what yeah, I was going to say but, is they should make Silent Hill PT into a movie because that would be terrifying. It would be terrifying. But is there a particular reason why video game movies don't work? Do we think? I, I no, you go, go ahead. No, okay. oh, I, I, I think say, <laughs> none of us are going to talk ever. <laughs> go ahead, Rachel. It's fine. I was going to say, I think the reason that, like, if you, I think it's because gaming fandom is so diehard. Even if you made a really good gaming movie, there is going to be a large portion of the audience who are going to go trash. Right. And I get that. It's because, you know, you're never going to recreate the sensation that you have when you're invested in. Let's use a horror game, for example. Playing Silent Hill is an investment. And so you get more scared. So if you watch that on screen played out like a movie, you don't have the same investment. But I don't know why they all suck generally as just movies as standalone situations. Even if they did it so well that even the biggest gaming nerd could be like, yeah, that's respectful. I could imagine that it would still be poorly cast or the script would suck or something like that. I don't know why they do it. I mean, we've all seen the first Silent Hill in the beginning when they get the little kid and she's just going, Silent Hill, Silent Hill. Yeah. Everyone remembers that scene because it's so dreadful. And that means someone, when they edited that movie, was like, nah, keep that in. That's uh, that's moving stuff. It's cringe trash. I don't, and oh, don't, let's not even start on the Doom movie. But the point is, I don't, <laughs> I don't get why. Every single one is such a flop, and I and I genuinely don't think it's because of like gamer fandom. As I said, I genuinely just think they suck at this. <laughs> Ian, um, <laughs> I think I, I I must say I agree, but I'll, I'll let Ian say his bit first. Uh, I think that the the issue is like the we. I guess we're also talking about like specifically live action interpretations of games. Yeah, like because yeah, yeah, really. obviously there's animated ones. We mentioned about the Pokemon film films. They're not great films, but obviously they're relative to what they are, right? Because like Pokemon isn't exactly going to be trying to make something that's going to win an Oscar. So its films are relative successes to what they are trying to be. So animated, I guess, is a bit more of a question mark that you could discuss about some animated adaptations of like video games and see if they oh, were successful. Final Fantasy, but- Final Fantasy Advent Children wasn't bad. Yeah, it's- it, it's try- it achieves what it's trying to do. Yeah, so I guess was- it's like yeah, but it wasn't bad. I think inherently video games as a medium are, in terms of like the way they transition a like plot and the way we move through a plot, is completely. Mm alien to I, film. I, I completely agree. and i think that's something that people don't understand with it it like goes while they're on screen they've got a similar like it's a visual medium so it's the same but a book and a video game or a book and a film i should say have far more in common in terms of mm. their plot progression yeah. it has yeah. like a steady go across from point a to point b even the more like conceptual there is a progression in a plot whereas with a video game you decide where the story goes, even if it's like a straight one, like say Halo. I think Halo's maybe, or those first person, sh- person shooters are maybe the closest you could get to a linear storytelling. Mm. But even they are like, you are doing something actively yeah. in yeah. the plot. You are the main character. 
you're moving this character in the screen. You don't do that in a film. You don't have no control over the actions of who this person is. And I think that's where games and movies just inherently are so alien. So when you look at something like, let's use Tomb Raider, because I think the new Tomb Raider film is as close as you're going to get to probably a good interpretation of a video game. It's not great, but it's average. It's like average mm-hmm. as a film. Tomb Raider has like a linear story that you can tell. This is person who goes and finds artifacts a bit like Indiana Jones. There's some action sequences. But the fact that you as Tomb Raider are controlling, you are the one who decides where you go. It just doesn't translate the same. And trying to take stories from a video game and placing them on a silver screen just has real major issues because it's not the same plot. They just don't work the same. So I think it's a mixture of like people, as you said, Rachel, bad casting, bad writing, but whoever's writing it and whoever's casting it, I think inherently don't understand video games. So maybe if you got people who designed video games or liked video games to make them, maybe. But I'm sure that's happened too, and people just it doesn't translate very well as a medium. I yeah. mean, if I can't control Lara Croft to make her run into a wall, or make the little sex noise, then I'm not I'm not interested. <laughs> and the movie takes that away from me. And I'm not, but it's, it's, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Like you control that character, you become part of that character. Also, a lot of the games that have been, well, some of the games rather that have been converted into uh, movies have often got multiple endings, you know, option choices, Mm -hmm. especially things like Silent Hill, um, where you have different outcomes depending on how you play the character. So you really can't. Exactly. Well, option based thing is a big thing as well. Like Mm. a friend, a very close friend of mine, like her degree was like how video games as a medium tell like literature stories like and how we should respect video games in that sense absolutely and like for a long time they there's people just don't look at them like that but even the option of choosing what weapon you have in a say a game like halo which is a very basic game sorry to anybody who loves the halo series but they are they're basic games it's trash but the 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 even that that you get to pick yeah. Take, is something that a film just can't do inherently. I mean, you even even down to you being directional. You know, you're choosing yeah. your left to your right in a sense, and it and it can yeah. be. And I mean, even now we've got like things like I know GTA has not become a movie, but you do GTA online, all these online things mm. like that, where you literally can like people on GTA go on there and pretend to be like policemen, like for mm. real. And I'm yeah. like, whoa, like you know you. And that's what people want. They're invested in the character that they create, is my point. So to put that on the screen is hard. I think ultimately everyone plays... While we've all... And we've talked about some of the video games we've played and Mm. we've all played some of the most classic ones, we've all played them differently. Everyone plays video games differently. So basically when when you're watching a film adaptation of that game, you're watching someone's version of their... Game. Does that make you're watching yeah. them as if they are playing it, and you're like, "Well, mm. that's not because you know you get games where you can either be stealthy or you can run in all guns blazing." You, like you guys said, you can play video games in a number of different ways with a number of different outcomes, mm. and also games. I mean, there are very few games that have a two-hour story, and you're trying to put a whole everything that the essence of a game in a two-hour well, time frame. And like I, I, I look back to a couple of years ago when Last of Us Part Two came out, a game that takes nearly thirty hours to complete and was one of the best stories ever written. There's no way, there's absolutely no chance you put that in a two-hour film. No. And it's no. yeah, and that's why I think I know we're a film podcast, but maybe TV's slightly better medium for that. But realistically, you just can't translate what you feel and get from a video game into a movie it just doesn't work and it's not i, mm-hmm. I just think mm-hmm. it's and like you guys have said it's just one of those things that 
you, you just can't get the same thing. No, it's really, it's obviously it's not a film, but it, it, you made me think about it. Obviously, because The Walking Dead was a graphic novel, then a video game, then a TV series. And if you look at something that's uh, transcended all of those sort of, you know, literature, gaming, uh, and then movie, uh, TV series rather, uh, and it's been very successful. It's on their last season now, isn't it? It's just being released yeah. the, the last season. And maybe that was so successful, though, because it's not told from the point of view of one person. You've got all the characters, all their storylines. And again, it's on a TV screen, so you've got the time to do that, to mm. develop your characters. Every episode is often based around one particular person, which is how you would play it in a game. You know, you're focusing on the character storylines. But um, yeah. I would say The Walking Dead, from game to TV series, even though it did have the graphic novel, obviously, first to back it up, has been pretty successful and pretty not slammed. I, 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 I think The Walking Dead is actually trash as a TV show. I think it's one of the worst TV I, I, shows. Whether you don't like it or not, we have to all agree it's been successful. I think everyone can categorically get yeah. together and go, the Silent Hill films are trash, the Resident Evil films are trash. Yeah. But a lot of people do absolutely love The Walking Dead, whether you agree with it or not. Like and It has been successful. And I would has, agree. Yeah, it I has mean, been successful, but I guess in terms of like an... Because... Like, you know, like, what should we call it? I mean, if we're talking about video games, like, films, like, Bloomin' Pixels, unfortunately, would be dragged yeah. into that as well. That made a lot of money. So technically, is it successful? Look, I saw the end of that movie in a travel lodge in Brighton, which goes to show how desperate and depressed <laughs> it's really I was. Bad. It's really bad. But it's, it it's, the thing with, I guess, obviously... I was in a travel lodge. What was I doing there? That's upsetting to say the least. <laughs> The thing with, I guess, The Walking Dead is, I actually think that the the video. Are you talking about the what you call it? The Telltale video, video game, which is amazing. Yeah, they're yeah, really good. They're, they're just fantastic. Very good, and they also did a really amazing video game called um, The Wolf Among Us, which yes. is amazing again. But totally would work as a TV show. Like that would totally work as a TV show. But um, I guess that was part of my point. You have a longer narrative over a TV show, mm. and you're trying to really get into characters because when. Because as you were saying, Pixels made a lot of money, but most video game movies are big budget films and they need to recoup that. So what they need to do is two things. They need to get everyone who doesn't know anything about the game up to speed and they need to make sure that everyone who does know everything about the game has enough that they go, oh, cool, that thing, this thing, that thing. And you can't do everything in two hours. Chris, as as the host, could I, could I, could I be cheeky and ask a question to you guys then? Could I oh, ask yeah. something? Of course you can. <laughs> Thank you. Why is it that like a f- a book adaptation is easier because what you've what you've said there has a similar challenge in adapting a book so like people who don't know a book will need to be brought up to speed they'll need to understand it they'll need to be able to market it but book adaptations are far easier to do than a video game i think Oh, wait, Chris, do you want to answer it? Go ahead. Uh, well, I would, I, would, I would say that with a book, obviously, when you're reading a book, you're imagining the story and mm. you're imagining the characters and who's the faces and that stuff. But it's not, quite, it's not quite a tangible vision of this is what this looks like. This is why I've gone through the world in a video game. I haven't mm. necessarily gone through the world in a book. So when it comes to a film, you know, you can kind of allow for a bit of, you know, Differing, differing in what you imagined and what is seen on the film. With a video game, you've gone through every aspect of it and played it and felt it, every jump, every gunfire, everything. Mm. So when it comes to a video game, it just doesn't feel, it cannot feel the same for me because I haven't experienced it with my own hands, if that makes sense. That's, mm. how, that's how for me it would differ. I can kind of let a book 
adaptation kind of grow and evolve because I haven't vi- physically seen what it looks like, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know if that's what you're going to say, Rachel, or something different. Yeah, I was actually kind of going to say the same thing because like almost like a book, you know, it lays out a description. It lays out like an ABC format of like storyline, plot, art, you know, character arcs, all that kind of jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, even though it's descriptive and you have an idea, kind of like what Chris said, you still are interpreting it in your own way. So if you were mm-hmm. to take that book and then put it on the big screen, you could be like, huh. Eh. you know what I mean because you mm-hmm. never fully have the picture a video game is giving you like you know for example let's say you know Jill Valentine we all know what Jill Valentine looks like like mm. we are like if you all held up a picture we'd all go Jill Valentine like yeah. it's a weird mugshot yeah. there she is she's been arrested she stole donuts Jill Valentine we know who she <laughs> Plat is suit Jill Valentine <laughs> Jill, always and- stealing donuts always oh, oh, she oh, does you wait Chris do you live in London I'm uh, a- I, I live in Hertfordshire, just outside London. Oh, there's an urbex I need to do near you, but that's not the point. Um- okay. <laughs> <laughs> Side note. I better make sure my ring camera is charged. Um- <laughs> uh, this is even more off topic, but they, you guys are near, do you know that chain Cinnabon? Yeah, yes. I know Cinnabon, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've just opened the very first one near me. My God, Cinnabon, is, Cinnabon is emotional. If I mm. were Jill Valentine... You'd be Cinnabon. stealing there all the time. Cinnabon, that's she's, where she is. She does it all the time. That's what she's known for. She's that's like, actually what the games were about. We all miss the... Out. She's meaning. like, heat them up, heat them up. Oh, <laughs> I want that icing to melt. Uh, Cinnabon is like... it's. Uh, I'm emotional about Cinnabon. They had flags out when they opened, and I was like, what is this? This is better than Disneyland. And I can't even eat the Cinnabon because I don't want to be a fatty, but I like to take people there to watch them eat the Cinnabons. It's a very complex pyramid scheme. Cinnabon are enjoying some really good free advertising right now. I literally follow them on Instagram. I love you, Cinnabon, if you're listening. You should sponsor our podcast. Give us Cinnabons, but don't give them to me. Give them to other people. I love love Crosstown Donuts. They're my favorite donuts. I've never heard of that. What is that? It's maybe they're just in uh, London. Um, just they're really immediately cool. pick up my phone to Google. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're great. They're really good. Uh, me I and my friend. Minute. Why are we talking about this? Wait, wait. We've got. Chris, ask us another question. No, I've got it. Oh, did you? See? Oh, Crosstown <laughs> Donuts. <laughs> yeah. Ask a question about video game movies. Go ahead. Wow. wow. Um, okay, so we've obviously established why why we think video game movies don't work and i think we're all in kind of agreement that they don't generally um are there any that we if we lower the bar now to think okay some they're all terrible but some are more terrible than others which ones are not so terrible mm. um yeah i think well i mentioned tomb raider a minute ago the more recent yeah the one. new one's pretty good yeah, it's not bad. If I lower my standards, uh, uh, but we're lowering its standards here. So yeah, it's like we're really for you, Tomb Raider community. <laughs> it's it's really boring. Like that's the problem with it. Like it's super dull. But hmm. other than that, it's not offensive. It's got good it's performance. Not it doesn't say anything to offend me personally. It doesn't go like Ian. What are you doing with your life? Sort yourself out. Um, it's that's fine. Your existential despair you have when you're at Crosstown Donuts. Sitting yeah, all the time. That's like every day. Um, <laughs> the yeah, so I think that's okay. Like it's as I say, it's completely passable. It's pretty boring. Like it's nothing offensive. It's meh. Um, another one which I'm kind of like, I don't know if I really dislike it because it's one of my favorite games ever. Like it's in the top five for me, maybe like number three. Um, 
But I think the Prince of Persia film again is yeah. just boring. Like again, it's not yeah. like terrible. It's just boring. It's just really dull and like I think maybe I hate it so much because I love the game so much that yeah, I'm like, yeah. you've missed the point of how amazing this game is. But if I take away how much I love that game, it's just a boring film. That's why it's like, and I guess as a, somebody who loves that game, I get very offended by it. But mm. if I didn't love that game so much, I would just be like, this is really boring. This is just a boring film. Um, do you know which one I actually, this is going to cause a lot of conversation. I know it. Rachel's going to be like, yeah. Or you're going to be like, no, you're talking rubbish. Um, <laughs> Because I know you, Rachel. No, um, I love, I actually love, because there's three films that are like, they're so bad. They're so incredibly terrible that they're great and I love them. And I, as probably people know, if they've been following this, the person who's documenting the history of this podcast, I have a thing for like terrible films. Firstly, Street Fighter. It's I love ter- Street Fighter. So bad though. It's, it's really it's, bad. It's terrible, but it's a good <laughs> it's, laugh. <laughs> it's, great, it's so good. That's not the one I thought Rachel was going to be like. What? I mean, the, I'm I'm saving that one till last. Um, the other one is Mortal Kombat. I mean, that's again the original one, not the one that came out recently. Terrible film, but it's great. The last one, which I think is a big one, like this isn't even controversial in terms of like it's a bad film, but the Super Mario movie. Yeah, my bones hurt. You said it. <laughs> it's it's like the one word you can't say when talking about it. It's taken us thirty four minutes to actually bring it up, but the that film is so bad. It's I love so it. Bad. I, love I don't it. know if you ladies um, read my throwback review of it because I actually got subjected to it way before. I knew before, you were gonna. Yeah, I have. Way, I have. Have you read it? <laughs> That's um, why I knew you were gonna say something. Wow, what is even going on? Like I, I just I watched that movie with pals who were like, oh yeah, because like my pals sometimes will find these really obscure throwback movies for me, which is which is great. I appreciate that and. Uh, mm. If you're not, if you listeners, if you're not aware, we actually write for the company. So I, I, I don't write because I'm massively dyslexic, but I just do this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I do, and I do a throwback segment, and I do old movies. Anyway, so someone subjected me to um, the Super Mario Brothers. I'd never even, I didn't even know it was a movie until like six months ago. And it's what? Quite, oh, can everyone just calm down? I was. This is like King of Gondor all over again. I was, I was trying to lose my child in the park. Oh my God. I'm having flashbacks. I forgot about that podcast we did together. I actually forgot about it. Oh my God. King of Gondor. Listeners, if you haven't listened to our Lord of the Rings episode, please do. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Do you mean Aragorn? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what? I actually blotted that out of my brain so I didn't have to be angry about it anymore. But you've brought it back, Chris. Oh, my God. I didn't even know the Super Mario Brothers existed till six months ago because I was busy losing children in fog. I had other things to do. I was yeah. doing business power moves, That's you know, fair. making people eat food so I didn't have to. Pyramid scheme power moves. <laughs> what? Anyway. I feel we've gone into the Wolf of Wall Street. Are you going to be selling us something? Yeah, buy my donuts, <laughs> then you eat them. Anyway, so uh, it's not even about, like, what we think it's about. I can't, it's not... I, I'm upset. I can't talk. It's trash. Just... <laughs> But never it's so, of it again. It's, it's so bad, right? Like, it's genuinely probably one of the worst films ever made. Yeah. And, like, and no, well, but, isn't but, even hot, or Princess Daisy, but, whoever because, it's meant to be. Because I think it's meant to be Daisy, but because of that, because of it being so bad and so nothing like the source material and so just insane, it's like somebody played Super Mario 
took some cocaine and like LSD mm. and just mixed up all these drugs and went, let's make a film. Let's do it. Sounds it. like a good <laughs> But I'm, I'm like, this is great. This is so bad because I love terrible films. I love, I love. If there's, if there's a segment I could maybe write, it's terrible films, like really bad films that people Don't should worry, watch. Don't worry, Ian. I've got the monopoly on that because I'm just subjected uh, to them. If you want to watch the worst movie ever made, like honestly, I'm not even like we're going, mm. we're circumventing away. It's called Dancing Ninja. It stars, it stars David Hasselhoff. I did do a review of it. It stars mm. the kid from High School Musical. Mm. Um, he gets ninja powers when he touches boobs and stuff. That's all I'm going to say. This sounds similar. Have you watched Samurai Cop? No, it's on my list. Of Samurai Cop's amazing. To talk about, but, um, Samurai Cop is phenomenal. But anyway, we digress. I think Prime, everyone, watch Dancing Ninja. It's absolutely the best movie I've ever seen in my life. It's... <laughs> the thing about Super Mario Bros. as well is it was partly written by Ed Sullivan, who, as we know, brought us Bill and Ted and Men in Black. And, you know, I can't believe he has his name attached to Super Mario Bros. I'll be honest, I have not seen Super Mario Bros. in a long, long, long time. So maybe I'll back and have some kind of affection for it but i do think it's actually on amazon prime as well so go nuts i mean it is terrible like it is i'm not gonna sit here and defend it and be like actually the secret meaning of super mario brothers is how you know life is futile and we should like it's 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 awful if i could swear on this podcast there'd be so many profanities about this film but it's so bad i actually have a great time watching it and getting drunk it's like a good time if you Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary get drunk like i like watching bad films with drinking games and this is one of them like this is I genuinely like how earlier even though this was uh, a secret before podcast time ian literally said to me i don't really drink that much and now you're like i get wasted i get I absolutely wasted. i only drink when it's video a uh, video game movies but i only drink when it's, <laughs> it's terrible movies that's the only time alcohol comes out in my life if we're watching a bad film like we watched cats recently and there's a video Hell- game there's there's a rule there's a rule to cats that every time they say cats you drink and the first song is angelical cats and you actually get paralytic by the first song it's just cats 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 (laughs) phil the worst part of that film is poor um whatchamacallit oh not judy no the other classic actor what's his name oh ian mckellen when he's licking himself i'm like what is happening why am i watching this remember the episode of the simpsons where they go to london and yes. they go on the double decker bunch and they goes welcome to judy dench's fish and cheese yes. i yes. can't see judy dench now without yes. seeing that i can't i can't like 
It's the only thing oh, I think about. And every now and then, when anyone says anything about Judy Dench and or fishy chips, I just go, "Welcome to Judy Dench's fish and chips." Yes. And um, yeah, people think I'm mad, but that's. that's... No, I, I love that. I love that episode yeah. of The Simpsons. Fantastic. But yeah, oh, I... I love the scene where there's the two guys, the posh English men, and they get into an argument, and then one of them just goes, "Oh, okay, then. Well, shall we kiss?" And he goes, "Quite." And then they just <laughs> yeah, 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 and you're I like, "What is too. happening?" In this <laughs> I love episode. that too. I love oh, that God, too. So yeah, good. I think there's a lot of great, terrible super, uh, video game movies. What is happening with me today? Uh, there's right. a load of great video game movies that are so bad you can get drunk and enjoy them. That's what my my acknowledgement of your initial question, Chris, of which can, one's uh, possible. Then you can get yourself <laughs> some Judy Dench's fish and chips on Just Eat and mm. round the night off. What was the question? Do I actually it? I tried to loop it back for Chris, but then it Chris, went Chris, again. Wait, wait, it went wait, 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 wait. We'll pretend that we know what we're doing, everyone. Okay. Right. Chris, what Rachel. the question you have to do? It. Yeah, yeah. Rachel, what do you think some of the slightly less worse video game movies are? Doom. No, that's the worst one. <laughs> it's, it's really bad. Um, it's bad. I do like the first person view section, though, because I, I just think at that point you've got to screw it, do what we want. Chris, get off the podcast. You can't say that's the worst bit of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that bit, what? It's the first bit. It's the only redeemable bit of that Yeah. Movie. Oh. Everything else is terrible. It's because I don't have to look at anything else going on around. It's just the first person view. <laughs> You two need to get off the track. Um, I mean, my it's it's literally like picking from the worst of a bad bunch. Yeah, yeah, which is why we've lowered the bar. It's hard. I'm lowering the bar. I'm going to say, if for the time frame in which it was made, so we have to excuse the terrible CGI. I think we're doing that on all of these movies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to say the very first uh, Resident Evil, which I believe was the year yeah. 2000 yeah. or 2000. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's, the be- it's the best of the series. I mean, yeah. it was, they kept in a lot of the good stuff, like um, obviously in the, in the mansion scene, you had the, you know, the outdoor bit with the dogs. Um, you know, yeah. they, they did keep a lot of like the iconic imagery from the game that people are going to, you know, get excited mm-hmm. about. And the storyline was, it was good it was linear it made sense there wasn't a massive mm-hmm. plot hole every five seconds the actors were okay you had um who's the hot girl from michelle rodriguez Boston? yeah yeah, she's, in it. yeah. she's a hottie she's a hottie lady you know you had it was okay the guy from the oc in it you know it it was all right it did the job i mean the yeah, CGI you've made is the a, point of that. it had that it had that really cool laser grid sequence as well you know yeah, where the guy gets yeah. like diced yeah i i did some I do. Of the death scenes are really good, and yeah. you know, it does what it does. It goes from A to B to C. You don't have to worry too much about character arcs, even though there mm-hmm. are a few. I love that's like a positive review eh, of it. Eh, yeah, it was fine. Here's a fun story. There's a little fun bit of excitement. Mm. Uh, it was the very first movie I owned on DVD. Wow. But yeah. wow, that was exciting. Really I thought it was going to be like in comparison <laughs> to the previous. I'm sorry, not to be like, oh, that wasn't. But in the previous parts where we've digressed, you've gone, I digress, and we go on this great story. It's like, yeah, I just owned it on DVD. I'm like, it was the first oh, one I ever cool. bought, Ian. It was the first one that's that's romantic. It's a romantic. Sorry, I shouldn't. It's I shouldn't, romantic. I shouldn't have underplayed that. But yeah, I agree with you. Actually, now you I, I think the first Resident Evil movie is actually not too bad yeah. uh it does it does a lot of nice little nods to the series you know it's got a lot of um it's got the liquor in there which is obviously a 
something that terrified me when I was playing the games when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yeah, the films do rapidly decline after that f- oh, further and yeah. further. Oh, further. Really? But, I, I mean, if you're willing to take them for what they are, which is just mindless nonsense, then, yeah, they're fine. I actually own them all on box set, not going to lie. But, you know, I like them the same way I like a short needle film. You know, it's just stupid, but I'm going to just I, enjoy mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, can agreed. I ask a question? course oh you've got quite, i love how we're just asking questions on your podcast can i now answer this is a, convers- this is a conversation guys can i ask can i do it th- um uh yeah uh who's everyone's video game crush who do we all want to oh, video game oh. crush we've been talking about jill valentine and her addiction to donuts and cinnabon i mean <laughs> i mean lara croft would have been an obvious one oh that's hilarious oh it's so Give funny I love the idea that she's just running around. Yeah. <laughs> like, get back in the car, Jill. And she's like, that's uh, I've got the buns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why that's why he always played as um as Chris on Resident Evil, because uh, Jill was just always too distracted trying to find donuts and you're like, She's oh, in the kitchen a lot. God. Jesus. That that's actually what Resident Evil's all about. That's yeah. actually yeah. it's secretly just one person's addiction to Cinnabons. Yeah, it's, oh, a massive, it's a massive mutation of diabetes. That's what causes it. <laughs> oh, my God. And then the secret serum is the insulin, but it's in America, yeah. so no one can afford oh it. God, it's actually like, healthcare. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Have we actually found out the real secret meaning of Resident Evil? Yeah. I mean, insulin <laughs> is expensive in America. I mean, come on. It is. People are struggling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. No, it is sad, isn't it? It is sad. Um, what was I saying? Um, mm, who's mine? Who's Who do mine? I want? If I'm going to go for a boy, obviously, I'm going to wave the LGBTQ flag. Obviously, I'm bi, mm-hmm. so I like everyone. Greedy. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a man, mm-hmm. uh, my main daddy is probably Pyramid Head, as we said. I want him to be my it's daddy. It's still a weird choice. I know you've said it already, but it still hits me <laughs> as hard. I don't disagree. What do you want from us? Like, a, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> I want it. I want. I, I hope that our listeners have Google Pyramid Head and are now like, mm, okay. He's but they haven't because they may have stopped listening. I'm yeah. not like, they're just like, like hmm, clicking this. away, like they've listened to this with their children and they're like yeah. putting their hands over their ears, like, stop it. If they've listened to their children, and the, I think the second it starts and they hear the three of us are on it, yeah, they, would like, just they would have stopped. They would have stopped. And our Chris is like, whoa. Anyway, uh, but if it's a lady, then yeah, it's got to be Lara Croft. But I mean, yeah. Uh, t- the movie Lara Croft, Angelina Jolie. Mm, mm. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was the moment when I was probably like twelve or thirteen when I was like, I think I'm a bit gay. That's amazing. Of this podcast, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> video games. It's I that. had a big Tomb Raider the movie poster in oh, my bedroom when I was yeah. like twelve or thirteen, and I was just like, yeah, I'm hot for her. Like, yeah, I'm. I think I'm like. That's gay. something we had in yeah. common. Rachel, yeah. Oh, are you gay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 there's a great oh, sense of this podcast that comes out, and that's just clipped right yeah. there. So. <laughs> it's like, I looked at, I'm a bit gay. <laughs> it's like number one clip. That's amazing. He was like, yeah, that's it. I definitely knew by that point. Oh, that's I fantastic. Like, yeah, you guys are nice, but I'm also going to get me some of that one. <laughs> And then it never stopped. It was just me wandering around grabbing people. It was crazy. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) You're just upset that you can't choose. You have to choose. I can just do whatever I want. I've got every option. Um, Man, woman, microwave, houseplant. I'm good to go. Come here. (laughs) 
Do you want me to walk you home? Because I can appreciate it. Because I can also appreciate the male form and so forth. Okay. I male would form. I would say male one, Kratos. Pyramid head, pyramid head. Kratos. No, Kratos, man. Come on. Oh, my God, I'm so stupid. Come on. I'm so, I'm so stupid. I just forgot Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat. I wonder, Sub-Zero I'm, as well. I have sex with him a lot. Yeah, Sub-Zero. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, who are we talking about? Um, keep going. Kratos my, from God yeah. of War. My, my, my big choice, and I think like when I was growing up, because um, one of my favorite games is uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, mm-hmm. I loved that game when I was a kid. I absolutely loved that game. And one of the characters, very obscure, people aren't going to really know unless they've played it. Is a, a at the ready, everyone. Get your phones out. Ian's going to say something. Character is a character uh, called Bastila, who's like one of the main characters in the game. And uh, when I was a kid, I was a little bit like, if you were saying you 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 had the moment where you watched Tomb Raider and was like, I'm a bit gay. I had the moment where I saw Bastard. I was like, oh, okay, okay, that's an attractive lady. That's and then yes, I got I'm nervous. Looking at and was her like, now, oh, no. I just googled her. I'm looking at her now. They make her jugs a popping. They do, don't they? Look at that. <laughs> I think they know teens like me who were just like growing up were like, oh, oh okay, yeah, this is. I'll just say this. There. She's. she's <laughs> She's dressed quite a lot. There's not a lot of her skin showing. She's essentially wearing a onesie with a cape in these pictures. But I, 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 I respect her choice. You know, I don't need like some of the you're like the easy and you like the you like the some, the some of the obvious choices would have been like Chung Lee or somebody like that, which I'm yeah. like, nah, not not. Whereas. Whereas Bastila, yeah, I remember actually, like, if I had said Chung Lee, that would have been a lie. Like, that would have just been an obvious lie. Whereas Bastila, when I was a kid, there was a, a bit of a crush there for a video game. I was like, she oh, is she's a hottie. Cool. Yeah. Chris, yeah. who's your gay choice and straight choice if you have a gay choice? I don't know. Uh, well, I have actually, and I'll, I'll, I'll do my gay choice after because it might ties into um, something else. But uh, straight choice, obviously, Lara Croft. I had the same yeah. poster, you know, it was. <laughs> Two of you were looking at the same poster, going like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." Seems that way. Um, but um, yeah, um, I think Chun Li as well. I was about to say, obviously, mm. uh, a good one. Oh, the other one would be um, Lulu from Final Fantasy X. Uh-huh. Um, oh yeah, yeah. She just had. Obviously, she's a very attractive woman, but she's also just got such a way of, you know, dismissive kind of, you know. Oh, I'm, in charge. Just, I'm in charge, kind of deal. You know, I just had a really weird moment there where I just realised we're talking about fictitious people. Correct. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you just realize this. We also are on a, a film podcast. Most of the things we yeah, do talk about are fictitious. They're real human beings. Yeah, they're we're not real about, people. Well, we're, unless it's we're biased. talking about digital people and how we find them attractive. But carry on. I just had a weird. I, I, wow. I was going to say, I didn't want to like go into the like perhaps of the 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 what's the word? Not psyche, but the um the weird sort of discussion because i always found it strange when people would be like my crush was jessica rabbit as a kid i'd be like that's a cartoon i don't understand why you're attracted <laughs> to that as you go well i was just i, I say basler was somebody i was like she's very pretty as a character and somebody i yeah. remember being like she's very pretty but i wouldn't say i was ever like lusting over a video game or a cartoon like jessica yeah. rabbit or something because i they're animated and there's very attractive actors out there i I think with yeah lara croft (laughs) when they made lara croft real because angelina jolie is yeah that's the thing you're both specifically talking about a movie poster of angelina jolie we're not talking about the square-breasted yes this back into normality (laughs) 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 oh we're not talking about cartoon characters (laughs) wait chris 
choice? Who's your gay choice? That's what I want to know. Who are you gaying well, out for? So, actually, this weirdly brings us right around <laughs> to, the, to, to the film we are here to discuss. Um, so, the Uncharted games, I've recently just stopped being replaying them. And hmm. I... I I have a soft spot for Nathan Drake, I'm not going to lie, especially after the Nathan Fillion fan film that was made in 2018. You know, I like Nathan Fillion. Fillion's a good looking guy. That was a a very nice combination of Mm. those two things for me. Um, But yeah, Nathan Drake, I think he's just got that kind of cocky swagger, you know, he's and he's, you know, there to save the world. He's a nice guy, you know, he's a good guy to like, but, Mm. but... that does bring me around to the film we are here to discuss, which is Uncharted. Um, so, have we played the games, all of us? I've, I've played, played one of them. Yeah, I've played one and a half. <laughs> and you're facey, Ian. Um, yeah, I'm such a loser. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We've all been, we all know what's going on. There's stuff, he's a man, there's a clock, there's a compass, <laughs> whatever. <wasn't it? laughs> oh my God. What a, we know what's happening. There's a person, he's breathing. There's air around him. Uncharted is just boy Lara Croft. He, yes. It is, essentially, it's an Indiana Jones-esque kind of game where yeah. he's off to find ancient artifacts yeah. and yeah, managing He's, he somehow manages to always leave the, the ruins in even more ruins than they were when he, before he turned up. Yeah, he's, he's breathing. Breaking. He goes from one place to another, picks up a thing, puts it, in, puts it down again. Yeah. He did it. He puts yeah. it down. These are why I didn't play them that often, to be honest. <laughs> there's a ruin, there's a ship, there's a plane. Right, can we get on to the main subject, right? Your boyfriend, Tom Holland, both of you I'm talking to here, and I don't, be surprised if well, I didn't say that you- Calm down, everyone. Okay. He's not He's the... all right. <laughs> I, d- I, d- I, d- would, I don't like him that much. Actually. He's fine. He seems very nice. He seems like a sweet right. kid. But Can we go back we're actually probably the same age, actually. <laughs> or similar ages. Yeah. need to stay on topic right now. Look at me concentrating. Right. Everyone go back in time machine to the podcast Time Machines. And do we all remember how I don't, I don't know who Tom Holland is, right? Was then... I on that podcast? I don't know, Ian. But you so I can't brought... go back to it. <laughs> Just go back in time, right? Okay. And then, and then you brought him up on the again. We have a WhatsApp group chat. Everyone, listeners, get on it, get on it, right? And then they um... can't get on it. No, you They're can't get on the... it, but just become aware of what I'm talking about. <laughs> they can't get on it. Right. You both brought him up. You said Tom Holland, and again, it happened to me where I was like, "Are they talking about the Olympic diver?" <laughs> uh, I think I do remember I you saying this right. daily. Yeah, he, yeah. he is in it, isn't he? And I really want to know, and it's going to really annoy me because I've not seen the movie, right? But if he dare goes swimming or dives off something during that movie, is Tom Daly in this film? Tom, Tom, Tom Holland is, is in this film. Tom Daly is not in this film. <laughs> He's in it. Tom Daly's not in this film. I was like, what? What are you talking about? Tom Holland, yeah, because he's playing. You know, there's going to be water at some point because it's always happening, right? And then at some point, he's going to go into a body of water. And my brain is never going to be able to forget that. And now they've transitioned to become one human being. Swimming. Tom Tom Daly Holland. Yeah. Thank you. You get it. So if I see one oh, Chris, of him that's amazing. Diving, diving into water, I'm going to lose Tom my Daly mind. Holland. 
Tom Daly Holland. So Tom Daly Holland's in the movie. Sorry. It's going to be good. And that, and that is what he will be forever referred to. Yeah. Both of Tom them. Forever now. Tom Daly Holland. On any other episode we're on, oh it's Tom Daly Holland. So, yes, Tom Daly Holland is in this room. Who does he play? Um, Who is he playing? In he this plays movie? Nathan Drake, which is partly why the very oh. fact that this film exists in the state it's in infuriates me to no end. So you're not happy? I am not happy. I've never been happy. As soon as he said, Jesus. Tom Holland played Nathan Drake. I've, I... Sorry, go back. I've never been happy. Your own life so hard, Jesus. like his parents are in the room and his like wife, and she's like, oh "What have I done wrong?" <laughs> it's finally, it's finally time to quit this charade. <laughs> Get out! You're you're in a safe space, man. It's cool. <laughs> Jeez. I'm sorry, I could never make you happy. <laughs> sorry, it's Tom Holland. <laughs> Tom, Tom Holland. Tom Daly Holland. Holland. <laughs> Tom Daly Holland <laughs> me. Right, I agree though. I was incredibly angry when I saw the casting mm. for the movie. It's such a cash grab. It's mm. like it's literally wallpaper some Hollywood hunks mm-hmm. onto this. So a bunch of women go there and go, oh, swim for me, Tom mm-hmm. Daly Holland. <laughs> it happens all the time. I think Jesus also the, the trailer is so like the cash grab thing the cash grab thing really screams for me with the trailer because he literally is playing spider-man in the trailer oh i'm really sorry oh it's me tom holland here i'm so sorry for doing this like why are you playing the same are you just playing yourself i'd really the trailer did not do anything he should have just had a voiceover that says do you like uncharted (laughs) no he's going even more uncharted than ever before and you're like oh my god just go away and Mark Wahlberg is worse. Mark Wahlberg is a worse casting oh, choice. God, I know. Right, there was a clip in the trailer where they're like, um, they're on a plane and a bunch of like cargo boxes are all tied together, falling out of the plane, and they're jumping along yeah, each box. I know exactly which mean. And I'm like, I understand that film is, you know, fictitious to a degree, and I understand that we take liberties, but don't make it so unbelievable. Either have a fantasy film, like let's say Lord of the Rings, where it's yep. it's fixed, it's very fantasy. We're all involved yep. in it. We know there's going to be a dragon or a king or something that's not real um and then you can't but you can't have that with uncharted because there has a level of realism in the Mm -hmm. game you know yeah yeah yeah, and totally when I just agree started seeing those kind of stunts in the trailer, yep. which is you have to remember, that's two minutes of probably what is a two-hour movie. How much other trash is there going to be on the screen? What's he going to do? Like carry a ball of fire and throw it at someone like Dragon Ball Z? Isn't that's the bit I'm talking about as well? When he's like apologizing, isn't it? Like he's jumping from one thing and then he does something to someone, and he's like, "Oh, I'm so I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's me." Think, Tom. Yeah. and I'm like, "What? What is going? Well, you're he jumping just, from." And one he just thing. doesn't oh. have the swagger that Nathan Drake needs to. He just can't carry it no i thought that as well i feel like nathan drake is a man in his 40s you know he's had a tough paper round he's seen some stuff and then tom holland looks like he probably went to eton he's like really middle class and posh do you know what i mean like you just it's not come on it's not the same I like how we're slating this film and we haven't even seen it i mean it i mean any film with Mark Wahlberg is a film that I'm kind of like. Uh... Well, I'm going to go. I'll go one step further. I recently m- purchased the upgraded versions of all the Uncharted games, um, okay. and as such, Sony decided, oh, anyone who does that can get a free cinema ticket to go see Uncharted. Ooh. I'm not using. I'm what? not using that. paying like no (laughs) i'm like hang on a minute how much of a flop do they think the movie's gonna be yeah Yeah. that's basically their strategy is 
if everyone got to buy the new the new version of Uncharted, let's just give them a cinema ticket because maybe we need people to go see this film. This film I has been being be made since 2010. They need to make it. Yeah, the first time I heard Jesus. this film, I heard about this film. Uh, what was his name? Did Silver Linings play? David O. Russell was directing it. Yeah. That was then. Who's directed it? Who's directed this trash? Oh, uh, you know, she probably. Hang on that. a minute. Hang on a minute. We're Google. <laughs> coming in. Oh, Google's coming in. Uncharted movie. Yeah. Directed by Riven Fleischer. So yeah. Riven Fleischer. So Venom. Oh. Uh, and uh, and Zombieland. So you know. <sighs> Oh my God, do you want to know what the budget was for this movie? A hundred twenty million dollars. He also did Gangster Squad, so you know it's not <laughs> the classic Gangster Squad. That budget's insane because you always with budget have to add. They say something like vague that you have to add on top of budget the marketing, and that's usually like double. So it's like double what the but. So it's, it will be like another hundred fifty million on top if they want also, it to be successful. Antonio that's insane. Banderas is in it. What? Is he? Yes, yeah. he's the villain. Oh. But you, you wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know that unless you'd seen the film. <laughs> so <laughs> oh. Like, oh. That's how underwhelming this film is. Even when Antonio Vanderas is in it, you're like, oh, oh. okay. Uh, <laughs> oh. I guess that's something. Um, I, do we do, do I, do we like Tom Daly Holland? We like I, him? I like him. I think he seems like a nice guy, and I mean, he seems like a very him. nice person. I just, but... and I think as a Peter Parker Spider Man, yeah, I can see it, and I'm fine with it. And I know, obviously, you and I have had, you and I have had our discussions on that. But let me let's... rephrase it. Actually, that's that's maybe the wrong way of phrasing it because as a person, I'm sure he's lovely. So mm. what I should mean is, do we think he's a good actor? I think that he, when they, when you shove him in the right role, yeah, he'll get by and stuff. Like he'll get by and mm. he's fine, and he is coasting a lot on those boyish good looks and stuff like that. He's good looking but, guy. Um, in regards to playing Nathan Drake, if we were going to have that kind of rugged image, rugged image, why mm. didn't they cast someone like? And I don't know if any of you are going to remember him, but like Jamie Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he, he, he been, did be better. Absolutely. Yeah. Really good. And I looked when I saw, because there's a few shots of him looking really rugged, all dressed up as, you know, in the uncharted gear and looking like Nathan and stuff. And I, I double took it in the first place and went, Is that Jamie Bit? Oh no, it's Tom Tom Daly Holland. In this conversation about him, I was like, Well, why didn't they get someone a bit older, a bit more who is naturally rugged? It should have been Nathan Fillion. Yeah, it, it should have right been right there Fillion. on the place. It, it was Fillion, so yeah. obvious. It, it really been should have been perfect. Oh, it, it, angers, it literally angers me. Oh. Can we all just, just be like, cash, grab, cash, grab? <laughs> yeah. It totally is. It I'm, totally it's is. painful to look at that trailer. Well, it, it is the opening like... weekend, isn't it? This weekend for it. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see. But I, 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 I do. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's maybe, maybe you shouldn't judge it until we've seen it. But based on everything around yeah, it. I, I want to know how much they're going to make this opening weekend. Cause... I'm having a look if there's been any estimates of that because that is interesting. I'm always yeah. like, what is like? How much did you take? Yeah, how much did you back? Yeah. But then the, the most recent Halloween film, what was it? Halloween Kills, which I went to see, which was literally the worst of all the Halloween movies, and that's saying something because there's a so... lot of trash. It made loads on the opening weekend, but that movie is absolutely atrocious. So you know. So Deadline is saying that it's. Early opening has made twenty two million. 
which is not. We got another hundred million to go. They're like sat, sat in the office, seeing the money coming in, going, "Okay, okay, another. We're fine. We're fine, guys. We're fine. Ninety million to go. Good lord. We're good. We're good. We're good. Why Sweat is Tom coming Billy down. not swimming enough? <laughs> he'll make it up in the Olympics. Oh, he'll man. win some gold medals. He'll get some money. Everything will be fine. It's not okay. good. Like it's already been released to DVD. What? Oh, yeah. because they're like COVID stuff. Is that why? Maybe. Yeah, Tom Holland's Uncharted yeah. Blu-ray and DVD on sale now. <laughs> it literally just, should, it oh. will be in the bargain bin by the end of the year, and that's a horrible thing to say. I think it's going to flop, and I don't want to be that person to say that. I hate saying that about stuff, but I genuinely don't think. It's Do you know, it's current it. rating thus far on Internet Movie Database, which obviously is complete like subjective trash. and trash, but. It and I've already mentioned like before how much I hate internet movie database, but it's six point nine, which That's is higher than I thought. That is way higher than I thought it was going to be. Like wow. that is so much higher than I thought it was going to be on its opening weekend. Uh, uh, however, on Rotten Tomatoes, which is also trash, it's fifty percent. So, um, yeah, take that I what think, you will. Well, I think we're all in agreement that none of us are going to go and see this movie. Oh no, yeah, I'm definitely not going to go see this. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, like I said, a free cinema ticket is not even enough to sway me to oh. go and watch this film. I, and you know, I'm generally very positive or try to be about these things, but I'm just yeah. like, no, nope, sorry, I'm out. You know, who goes and sees every movie that we know is Brian. You know, Brian on the other. He'll probably, yeah. he'll probably see this. Brian yeah. will probably go and see this. So we'll just wait a while and then we'll just be like, yo, Brian, what did you think it was? <laughs> Do you know, I'll tell you how much I don't care about this film. Like, genuinely don't care. I am more interested in seeing Morbius, which I think is going to be rubbish, Trash, yeah. than this. Like, I, I, I have zero interest in this film. I feel like how, I'm... How did Jared Leto have time to do that when he's so busy running a cult? I mean, Jared... He's a weird dude. <laughs> like, that's all I've got you to know, say about I mean, that. See people like Jim Jones and Charlie Manson making movies. They were running cults. How's Jared got time for everything? What's he doing? Part of his cult is film, isn't it? I don't know. He made House of Gucci and it was proper fat in it, so that was distressing enough. So, well, UK Film Review have reviewed Uncharted, and we gave mm. it two stars. So, oh, and based yeah. on what I've, based on what I've seen across the board in other publications, that's pretty much the average we're getting. Who wrote yes, that? Yeah. Who wrote the review? Was it Brian? Please tell me it was. Brian. It was not Brian. Brian, you love every great. That would have been great if it was but, Brian. But the film is credited with having six different writers, so that's never a good sign either. Jesus. What is it, the last season of Lost, for Christ's sake? (laughs) Oh, my God. That is... Actually, it kind of gives me those vibes now that you've said that, Rachel. I'm like, yeah, I can what see that. What we should do is you should watch the last season of Lost and then versus watching the movie Uncharted and see which one's worse. Because I can imagine they're both on reckon. par for tra- drag, yeah, drag, I reckon Uncharted. Tra- drag. Yeah, I, because at least we've lost the last season of Lost. I at least had some former... What a weird comparison, but I at least had True, some... Very similar. I had some closure, whereas with yeah. this, I just don't care. Like, I, I just really don't care. I, I, I don't want to open a can of worms here, but I kind of like, not like the last season of Lost, but I do defend it slightly. It's That's not fine. it's not great, I, but it's... I think it's good, but at least I you do, get closure, I do right? see, Yeah, exactly. And I do see the comparisons here. I'm just like, it's, like... Weird, isn't it? it's weird how it weird, weird. The... <laughs> you can easily compare these. It's weird. The vibe is similar. I'd much rather I mean, go back and watch the last season of Lost. Yeah. I think Lost, the last season of Lost, just happened at the worst time because of the writer's strikes. And I think if you didn't have the writer's yeah, strikes, and you didn't have all the money 
problems that were happening in LA at the time, we would have got a much better series. I think it was just mm-hmm. the bad timing, wrong place, wrong time for Lost, and that was a shame. Yeah, never mind. I, and I think yeah, all, the the writer's issue does sort of. It's yeah. the same here. The fact that there's so many writers, six writers. How many? Yeah. How many different minds are pulling this thing apart in all these different different directions? It's never, it's never a good sign. It's never like when you see sign. like a film that's got like twenty production companies, like everyone's had a hand in it. It's like, yeah. ugh, it's a bit. It's you know, the Suicide Squad story, came out, wasn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. not even that much of a complicated story. How many writers but, do they need for a very just watching the just. Let's watch yeah. Indiana Jones and Tomb Raider and you're done. Or, or the, it's rich, probably bangs some hot babes, looks dirty, it's sweaty, the end. He breathes. I mean, look, there are literally four games from which they could just pick the story <laughs> <Yeah>. from. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but then, but that brings me back to my final point. I, I've got the games. I would just, I'm just going to go back and play them. And I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. enjoy that all the much more. If that, that's a great conclusion, man. <laughs> that's such a good conclusion. Don't watch video game video. movies. Just play the video games. Yeah. Yeah. We love film, we do. But ultimately, video game movies generally aren't the best genre to p- no. pin your hat to. No, no. So, no definitely not. Um, what a very depressing <laughs> but honest way to end this podcast. All of the positive. movies are trash. I, I did have a final question, which may bring the mood back up. <laughs> what, what a depressing one we've done today. Every, like everything it. we've talked about was terrible. Uh, okay, so just t- really two questions, but they're the same kind okay. of question, just different okay. different ends of spectrum. So let's start with the negative, and sure. we'll just end on the positive, hopefully. Okay. Um, are there any games you love, you've played, that you'd categorically not want to see made into a video game movie? Okay, let me think. Yeah. Uh, or Rachel, whoever's first. Who's got one? Um, Bioshock. Think... Bioshock. Yeah. Don't yeah. ever want to see that as agree. a film. Because that Conquer would be mine. Yeah, good. yeah, completely agree as well. Don't think either of them would work. I think Bioshock, like, it's so, like, immersive in the it's horror. Un- it's untranslatable to yeah, other It wouldn't work. Yeah, Command and Conquer, I feel, is the same. I agree with you. Yeah. Rachel. Even though I don't think it would happen, but I can imagine, and I don't know if any of you know the game, I can imagine if things like Uncharted are successful and stuff like that, that they would probably try and make that video game Shadow of Colossus into a movie. Oh, love that game. Please don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do it. I just do have it. a feeling that they will try with oh, that at that's some point. that's such a good game. That's actually my fifth favourite game of all time. That is a classic. Yeah, me, I'm bringing up the best games for you, Ian. You really what's, the, what's the next question? Um, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, for the record, mine would be Death Stranding. Don't make it into a video game. Uh, so they... You're like demanding more questions. He hasn't even answered his own. I'm, sorry, Chris, <laughs> I'm just the host. Frantic. I was getting frantic. That's all right. I I agree with the Bioshock. Don't don't touch it. Don't touch Portal either. Portal was a classic. Yeah, don't... Right, yeah. And it, it just wouldn't work. I mean, how's that even going to look over two hours? I have no yeah. idea. And there's another game I don't know if you've played it called Control, which came out fairly no. recently. It's basically uh, it's this weird David Lynchian Matrix mashup weird game that's absolutely brilliant and Sounds genius, cool. and absolutely should never be made into a film because it's basically a film already. Um, but yeah, and that and The Last of Us because they're already making yeah. it to a TV yeah. show, which I'm kind of like, mm. yeah, okay, mm. fine. But if it was mm. said movie, I'd be like, nope. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm less. I'm less upset about the TV show now that I know that the Game of Thrones writers aren't involved, which was 
in, which was a possibility oh, at one time. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay, it's good. It's no, 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 no. <laughs> Back it up, back it up. Um, but the, so the final question is basically the opposite. Are there any that you would want to see made into a video game? Mm. Or you think would be fun to see? Well, I think a good, like, film that came out which is kind of already this game was hardcore henry right which is like as close as you can probably get to a first person video game i think a really maybe it wouldn't work i don't know but mirror's edge is pretty like yeah you could maybe do something like Ah. interesting with that i'm thinking of a game that i'm like this wasn't like fantastic when it came out like mirror's edge is fine and then maybe you can translate it because it doesn't have much like material around it like the problem i think with uncharted and like some of the video game movies they've done is that there's a cult following to those games so people are going to as you rightly said at the beginning rachel people are going to be disappointed Mm -hmm. by whatever comes of it so if you pick like a video game that's just kind of like yeah you know it's fine you could probably do a good translation of it now i'm talking i think one which is a really obscure game is one called prey oh praise great praise good is really good and i think that could work actually quite well it has a little bit of a following but not enough that people would be like not, this isn't not, my video game do you, you not think I mean? that the com- immediate comparisons would be to like alien and aliens because yeah yeah but then maybe that's why it would work you know what i mean Perhaps. Like you, you 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 could have good like because all film kind of has like an element of like self-referential like elements to it so films always are influenced by other ones yeah, like matrix true. and like dark forbidden city and stuff so i'm kind of like you know there's it, it's fine that there's that sort of self-referential element to it so i think prey could work and i think it's 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 not as big of a game as like the Dooms, the Uncharted, the Super Mario Brothers. It's not as huge... well known. Yeah, that, I think it'd be okay. That would be my choice. Rachel? Um, I think uh, I... <sighs> there's two strange elements because obviously we they're actually a movie already. But I think if you went along the lines of doing, as we said, Silent Hill PT as a game, um, mm-hmm. as a movie, would be very interesting. And then also Silent Hill The Room would be much, much more of an interesting yeah. movie. Mm. And I think they kind of missed that huge ele- well pt didn't exist then but the room certainly did and uh you know you could really go do you remember that old i think it's 80s or the 90s movie the cube and they're like stuck and they have to shift around by solving the puzzles yes you could easily do that vibe with the room but make it a lot more macabre because it is depressing but mm. um i think you know yeah there's not i mean they just don't work so i try just to not think about it <laughs> but if you had to pick one it'd be silent hill the room yeah, I think they could have done a lot much more with Silent Hill. It, it was a very interesting concept, the room. Yeah, and PT as well. The story, mm. the backstory of the family and Lisa and like, um, you know, the haunting itself. You could do like a really weird, like a family moves into the house and then mm. Lisa's in the corridor and then they put together the story of the abusive husband and stuff. Mm. That could be the movie layout of that and it'd be really good. Do you know what makes me angry? And I'm just going to say it quickly because um, I'm going to go play pool in a minute, but I'm going to just say it. Yeah, uh, why did they... <laughs> Um, also, why did they make the Blair Witch movie into a game? Stop doing those things. I heard you, you talked about this on your horror podcast, I think, mm-hmm. and I, I agree with you. It was like, it didn't need to be a game. It's already a film. I'm not yeah. dragging the game, by the way. The, the game is uh, the game is perfectly good as a standalone. You didn't mm. need to put the title of Blair Witch on it to sell that game. That game would have sold without it. Mm. Yeah, agree, agree. Yeah. They were I just mean, cash the- grabbing. The best backwards one, if we're going like the other way, films that became games. Best one is Goldeneye. 
Like that's oh, the yeah, that is the yeah. classic. Like, it's the classic. It's the Jordan best one. Arbor. It's amazing. I don't know this song. It is amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's it. That's how we sing it. Well, like Tina Turner, I sounded just like her. Jesus, God, perfect. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ian, what are you going to go and eat now? Tell us. Uh, pad thai. Pad thai, very nice. Yeah. I know on that note. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Thai food. Pad it's thai. thai food. I've never eaten Thai food in my life. I'm not confident. Oh my god, enough. it's really nice. I totally recommend it. It's amazing. Pad thai is really good. But we don't all live in London where stuff is flown into our house on a golden pigeon. You know, so no, no, it's, it's just pad thai. It's, it's, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> all we've noodles, got man. here is bread and crying. That's it. Kind of anything okay. else. And Cinnabon. We got Cinnabon. Everyone's got Cinnabon Cin- now. Got it. Oh. <laughs> okay. So on that note, um, uh, so for the record, I would like to see a film based on The Sims. I think it'd be hilarious, but I also think it'd be kind of like a really long Black Mirror episode. So amazing. Yeah. Really amazing. But you know, I could just have this vision of a film where you basically trap people on a wall and leave them for hours and hours. Um, we all did it, don't lie. And on that note, I think we're um, I think we're uh, we're done for today. Um, so. That was that was us talking about video games. It was like the end of a meeting, and I think we're um, yeah, we're done. Everyone can go to lunch now. I've lost. I really don't want to go eat. So yeah, go. Yeah, (laughs) fair enough. No, thank thank you both for for your time and for joining me on this one. It has been a good laugh. Thank you very much. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Um, please remember to like and subscribe and. Now rate. You can rate our uh, podcast, so please do that as well. And um, we'll see you next time. Thanks very much. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.